0: Tomorrow, when I come in, my fucking coffee's already in the room. All right <laughs> What a prick I don't think geeks
1: geeks, geeks. <laughs> hello, and like <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this very room. How important e commerce uh today we're in a very special room indeed. We're in the big room in real world, uh which is Peter Gabriel's real world Studios just outside Bath in u k Artists here who have recorded. Include Kanye West, Jay Z, Beyonce, Elbow, Take That, Muse, Tom Jones, Carney Minogue, Patrick Wolf, Placebo, Paloma Faith, Paloma Faith? Paloma Faith? It's like a Palumi. Birdie, Van Morrison, Dappy, Jostine, Robert Plant, Stereophonics, Crowded House, but most importantly, Vanessa Carlton. You've been on Wikipedia. I have been on Wikipedia. It's true. It's almost like I wrote that list. It's just <laughs> it's bizarre. Vanessa Carlton, I feel, is the most important, though. And now, half of Ghostlight, our band. Uh, this is our fourth time here, isn't it, Patrick?
2: I think it must be. You're trying to remember. Well, think it feels like the fifth time, but I don't know. I think it's really the fourth, because yeah. we
1: came and we did the first half of the first album, and then we came back like a year later, and now we've done a very similar thing. Um, albeit.
2: The second half?
1: Yeah. Um second album. was <laughs> like four years ago. Uh, I wasn't even born. You weren't even... Do- <laughs> You didn't exist at that no. point. You were okay. still being breastfed. <laughs> <laughs> Unborn, but breastfed. I like it. Uh, I'm your host, Al White. I failed art school, once ate a jar of mustard to impress a girl, and broke my uh, both my arms in a bicycling accident. To my Fucking left... Fucking idiot. <laughs> the Muppet Christmas Carol. No, you're not to my left. Fuck, I fucked this up because I wrote this. I was going to put you over there. To my left, the Muppet Christmas Carol, Ollie Jacobs. Hi. <laughs> to my right, blame it on Rio Patrick Fowler. Hello. Um, Anyone watching
0: this is going to be really confused Well,
1: actually, to them, you are on the left So that would have made sense That's fine Fucked it (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this is a special podcast Because normally we record every Monday and put them up on Tuesdays Which we will still do this week But we're in in the big room in real world And Pat leaves tomorrow And we thought, why not do a midweek podcast As a special fuck you treat To everyone who bothers to download it or listen So here we are Hello, everyone So, uh, yeah, the way we tend to start stuff when we have a guest is is each of them just say five stuff about themselves. I know Ollie's been really excited about this segment. I have not thought about this. I'm just (laughs) jotting ideas down right now. So, I mean, send Pat first and I'll take his ideas. Pat, give us five things.
2: I hate that sort of a question. So this is five things? Five five. what things?
1: Just anything. It could be an album, a film, a book, a restaurant, an activity. Just anything that lets people know a little bit about you very quickly. Uh, Film...
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's going just so silence well. for 10 minutes. It's going so well.
2: Uh, all right. Um, what's that really depressing one? <laughs>
1: Requiem for a Dream? Yeah. <laughs> Was that what yeah. you thinking of? Ass to Ass. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it's a Requiem for a Dream, Human Centipede Part 3. And <laughs> and well, Is that out? Is there a Part 3? There is a Part 3. Oh my God. I met the director of that once. He's really weird because he's a lovely, lovely man. And he just makes these shit films. Mm. um controversial <laughs> anything uh patrick uh controversial sort of some fair
2: albums or books uh album uh, oh, uh l- so many lots oh. important ones uh <laughs> seasons in the abyss by slayer oh. yeah, that was a that Little was a, that was a game changer when listening. i was about
0: just learn something about pat that 12 i
1: think when no, you really when 12
2: something like that yeah yeah, I didn't listen to any other band for two years after <laughs> hearing that album. Seriously, but it, was, it was a bit of a problem.
1: Well, that's a good one.
2: Um, what was the other thing? Restaurant. Um oh, I book. I don't have Hakusan.
1: to. Hakkasan. really? You Hakusan. like Hakkasan?
2: I got taken there uh, for my birthday, and mm. that, was, that was a good night. That was a good restaurant. Good, good place. Give us another band. Uh, oh, there's too many, but they're all metal. That's all right who
1: you are. Don't be apologetic for who you are, Patrick. Um, Unless you do something really, really wrong. I
0: then feel like at this point we should talk about when Pat arrived. Didn't so y- y- What did he uh, do when he when, when he drove in and all we could hear from his car was heavy death metal. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah uh, Deftones, actually. Deftones. Mm. Tone yeah. oh, okay, uh, sorry, sorry. I'm, not heavy, I'm not that heavy, <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, sounded like it from outside the car. Did it? Yeah. 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 Uh, another band, sorry. Uh, but I yeah, it would be something really important to me was actually weirdly biohazard um, biohazard yeah. wow yeah. Ollie's making notes <laughs> he's making a playlist
0: thinking, for yeah, your Christmas we just
1: couldn't have more different tastes in music yeah, it's, yeah. it's great
0: it's great well,
1: Yeah. was well, there anything else should we pass it over pass it over please alright Ollie what have you got what kind of things are you into I
0: mean I've been making notes now I've had like 30 seconds he's gonna so say
1: biohazard slayer so
0: <laughs> I remember the first album that I bought which was S Club 7 just admitted to that. Okay, Is that, you know you just voluntarily. And then the second one was Green Day, American Idiot, which which was like a defining album, I think. And uh, and followed, you know, I was young yeah. and a teenager. And uh, the
1: Second Coming.
0: That was their Second Coming. And and what, third Good coming? Charlotte <laughs> as well. A band called Good Charlotte. Was, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, A yeah, band called
1: too. Good Charlotte. We know fucking Good Charlotte. I'm amazed you haven't
2: got bullshit tattoos all up your arm. <laughs> 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 um,
0: fair, we haven't a, seen one of them's a judge on. The voice in Australia, I think.
1: Really? Yeah. So he's moving up in the world.
0: Life factor there. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I thought of Good Charlotte. And then, yeah, those were some. Anything other than
1: music? Anything?
0: Oh, no. No. Yeah. um, I wrote some things (laughs) down because I have a memory that's terrible. Um, Oh, yeah. I thought of
1: a restaurant. Mm.
0: Basically anything that serves pizza. Interesting. So, So what's
1: your pizza of choice in England?
0: uh, It would be a Veneziana. At, at Pizza Express
1: ah, see On pizza. a Romana base see, It's a large pizza Pizza booth. Express Honestly I miss it When I go abroad Because it's so cheap And so good I think for the money It's it's by far and away The best That's because you live On the
2: wrong side Of the state Surely New York I mean It's I like So much cheaper And so much better I think anywhere. it is
1: That much better It's a different thing though it's a different, I think American pizza Is a very different Flavour than an Italian pizza It is um, then they're both valid They both have a place In my heart And my stomach um but no I mean no you can get you can uh, to be fair it's probably the best pizza I've ever had in my life other than a little village in Italy once is is right down the road it's walking distance from my house but there's just something about you know like pizza's one of those foods isn't it you can have shit pizza and it can still be fantastic like you don't care with some foods it's like you want the good quality but with pizza you, I can have yeah. an awful pizza and still enjoy it i think just the, depending on a lot most people
2: will you know um associate with the the filth <laughs> that gets, that gets delivered through your door um, when you've got a, a come down hangover nightmare scenario and you eat it in bed. Yep. Um, you just get and those those those, stains. And, and those are possibly the best pizzas you'll ever eat.
0: Exactly. I, I everyone un- not disagree more? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. Like, are we doing cold pizza? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. I'm talking about
1: delivery
2: on a day when you just oh,
1: can't. Because sometimes when you just want. Because I never got Domino's at, as, as a student. Like, I don't mind Domino's. It's shit pizza, but it's one of those ones. that's trash, but I can eat it and I enjoy it. I but read a thing this so expensive.
0: This, this this person had a I think genius idea when she got back from a night out and you know, two in the morning quite drunk, had the foresight to order a pizza to be delivered for eleven o'clock the next day so that she get woken up by the Domino's man delivering. <laughs> I mean that is fucking genius.
2: Like, yeah, no, I need you genius get your breakfast
1: but you get your <laughs> alarm clock.
0: Yeah, and a hot pizza just arrived. I mean
1: yep. So it's a geeks, so the world's number one pizza in uh in the UK podcast uh we are tessellate the international production house based out of la london tokyo we make movies uh but because we hate sleep we also put out uh podcasts and reviews you can follow us on all social medias as we are tessellate that's two s's and two l's
2: what does tessellate mean now
1: tessellate is a configuration of elements coming together to create a whole
0: and a song by all
1: yeah also that Which actually was the inspiration When we come up with the company name I happen to be listening to the album
0: So there you Slightly go Slightly libelous But we, uh, we'll go with it mm-hmm.
1: uh, In early September We're launching our website proper You can go over to com, But for now Just head to our sister site com For all these podcasts But if you listen to it You already know where it is So Half the <laughs> battle is done um, Just to clarify Patrick Fowler Is uh, the drummer From my band Ghostlight And a very very good friend Who sadly I get to see probably Once a year at the moment Maybe twice a year um and Ollie Jacobs is sound engineering our new album at the moment. Uh in this beautiful he's a resident of real world here and a very talented, annoyingly young man.
0: Annoyingly comma.
1: <laughs> no, no, no comma no i now, just annoying. Uh so we're gonna kick off the podcast as is customary with Nate's blowdown. Uh Nate isn't around obviously, so it's just the blowdown. Yeah. Um that wasn't this is our news. Uh, okay. Our news section. We evolved to Nate's blowdown. It's okay, just something organically yeah, happens. No, no, if you listen to you, the fucking you, podcast, Patrick, you you'd you've understand. Got, you
2: picked up some strange American
1: phrases, and I, I <laughs> need to, I need to be told what a blowdown is. In the very first episode, I mispronounced something and accidentally invented the word blowdown, ah. and it became Nate's news segment somehow. Okay. I right have now. no idea who Nate is. No. Nate's, Nate's one of the two pillars of this podcast. Some fucking pillar, eh? I know, he's not here. Alright, so this is the way we play it. I've got 20 news items this week. Um, so I'm going to rattle through them. And the way we do it is we see Crystal Gosling. What you think we should talk about. Okay. Now, bear in mind, you, you may not be interested in most of these, so we'll rattle through a lot of them. Uh, number one, the first photo from Finding Dory, this see called Finding Nemo, uh, came out this week. Gosling. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. So I printed them out, but this is in black and white. So this is what the photo is.
0: Genius. Oh and
1: octopus yeah spoilers octopuses in finding dory So, people so you guys you're excited about finding dory yeah i am yeah.
2: because i've got two small kids and i've had to watch finding nemo <laughs> very very many times so and, new aquatic. And, and and on a sort of a, a nerdy level i'd love to know what pixar have done uh because i yeah. know that this was one of the the the, the most intensive films to have been made I believe they had fucking ridiculous numbers of servers rendering for hours and yeah. hours and hours so I'd love to know what
1: they're doing now um, yeah I'm personally hoping this picks up. I wasn't a big fan of Inside Out and the last couple of films they've done um, I love Finding Nemo if I don't know I mean sequels I don't know maybe I hope so I'm hoping this will bring them back um, mm-hmm. How about you, Ollie? You're finding Nemo. Uh, I
0: mean, you, you want to watch it because your young children will like it, and I am a young child, so that's why I want to watch <laughs> it. Done. <laughs>
2: nice. I uh, yeah yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's it's, it's going to be great, surely.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean, is always going to be entertaining, anyway. So that's mm-hmm. that. But I just I just it's I've no concept. I no idea about what the concept is or what the story is. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, number two, the first poster for Disney's the next fucking live action film, The Jungle Book, went up. What's the
2: What's the no one? Seacrest. <laughs> Who? Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. There's a T on the end.
1: Yeah. Seacrest. Seacrest. Uh, Number three, the first look at Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters. Uh, The all-female Ghostbusters also went up. There was a photo of him looking very happy on a moped.
0: I'll go for it if you sing the theme song. I think there we are in libelous territory.
2: That was actually the first record that I owned. Uh, was it Ray Parker Jr I had a little record um, that I used to play on my uh, in fact I found it the other day Um, that's a good one we can
1: see Crested but I'll show you the picture of just how fucking happy he looks he's the secretary in it because it's an all girl cast for the actual Ghostbusters and he plays you know remember the whining secretary in Ghostbusters (laughs) what was her name Janine or something yeah that's him that's who he plays so,
2: sorry, who who came up with the idea that there's a new Ghostbusters that's all female? Sorry, well, it's been like, going on for a long time. Brought, um,
1: now there's a, there's a reboot which is all female, and it's done by the director of Bridesmaids with most of the cast of Bridesmaids. To be what, honest, what a weird um, weird concept. Yeah, but now because everyone because of Marvel, everyone likes the universe stuff, so they're doing a universe now of Ghostbusters with a male lot as well. So it's going to be like Men in Black in a way, in that the world has lots of Ghostbusters in different countries, different teams, Okay, so you kind of get well a you know, whole franchise of that. Crap. yeah
2: it sounds to me like the um the what, what, what do you call the department that make the figurines I mean it sounds like yeah. they pretty much directed <laughs> toy, that Yeah, maker's dream. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, number four Hugh Jackman mentioned Sabretooth and Berserker Rage for Wolvie 3 uh, not really much to say there other than yeah Sabretooth might be in Wolverine 3 and he keeps promising a Berserker Rage in every Wolvie film so he's presumably lying again uh, please don't rest your chin the fucking my golly. Look, you're a sound engineer in one of the best studios in the world. What are you doing? It's just comfortable. Number five, Lantica Media, I think that's what you say, are making Zorro Reborn, which is a post-apocalyptic take on Zorro. There's no director at the moment, but Brian Singer was attached at one point. Um, it'll be shit, but I thought post-apocalyptic Zorro. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Maybe. Number six, a new trailer for Matt Damon's The Martian came out. Uh, that's all there is to say about that. Now we're getting some good stuff. Number seven, Rid... Well, this is frustrating stuff, I think. Number seven, Ridley Scott is planning to shoot Prometheus 2 early spring 2016 to have the film out in 2017. 20th Century Fox have said that because of this, they want to uh, release Prometheus 2 before beginning work of Neil Blomkamp's Alien uh, movie. So you know Neil Blomkamp, the director of District 9 and Chappie yeah. and that stuff. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he pitched the Alien movie. Well, right? Yep. He pitched a new Alien movie. Uh, with a lot of concept stuff, and Sigourney Weaver really liked it, and then he put it online, and everyone retweeted it, and 20th Century Fox said, actually, we're kind of interested in making this. I uh, have to believe they'd turned it down originally, and then they turned around when the social media force happened. Mm. Um, so he's making it, and it's a sequel to Aliens. It ignores all the other ones. Um, but now, because of Prometheus 2, his film won't hit theaters until 2018 at the earliest, which I'm annoyed about because I'd much rather watch a new take on Aliens than Prometheus 2, personally.
2: I th- I, I'm, I'm, that's news to me, but I'm I'm a little bit um, upset that Blom is it Blom Blomkamp Camp yeah, isn't doing something original. To be honest with you, I think you know Alien great, it's yep. been done to death. Um, He's got but, an interesting man. You know District Nine great. Chappie I fucking love, despite what loads really? of people thought. I thought it was great. I, I actually, it, ca- yeah. I actually really cared about Chappie um, is in it, the film. Is and is it I, basically
1: short circuit? because that's kind of how it looks <sighs> to me, which is a good thing. I love short circuit. Do you know
2: what? I haven't, I haven't seen short circuit since about the age of five. I couldn't tell you. I honestly can't remember short circuit, but okay.
1: it, it possibly is.
2: But I don't know. It's just... So you'd rather he <laughs> just kept doing new stuff? Than yeah, I just think he's I think he's really creative and I love that actor he uses.
1: But if they give him the freedom, then he'll do something interesting with Alien. I feel like yeah, he, but I think
2: what, what made District 9 so incredible was the fact that it was a completely new... Have you seen
1: it, Ollie? Yeah. Did you enjoy it?
2: Yeah. On the I mic, mean, Ollie. <laughs> I just thought... I don't know. It was, well, you know, everyone everyone enjoyed that one. Yeah,
1: pretty much everyone liked District 9. Most people didn't like Elysium and Chappie's been divisive. Um, mm. I think, personally, I think it's a good time in his career to do something that hopefully will secure him because, you know, his movies haven't been making a ton of money. So hopefully an Alien movie will secure him, you know, as a director for the rest of his career and give him a bit more power because then after an Alien film, if he does it well and he makes money, he can then make what he wants. Whereas, you know, it could be getting more difficult for him recently because Chappie didn't make ton of money mm. unless I'm mistaken I don't think it did that great number 8 Dwayne Johnson The Rock is to star in Jungle Cruise based on Disney's theme park ride has he been in a film before this is like first no come on it's Dwayne Johnson he's in all the Fast and Furious films oh, sorry, Dwayne sorry. Dwayne, Johnson. Dwayne, Johnson. Dwayne Johnson or Dwayne Johnson's uh, uh, he's he's uh, in a uh, he's featuring in a in a ride. fucking film based on Disney's theme park ride I think he has before though cause I think race to to something mountain which starred him? Was that him? Does he is he his own agent? <laughs> he does. He makes the most ridiculous film choices. Yeah, uh, but they work out for him every time because he's just lovable. I don't know why people like watching him. Um, number nine, General Zod has flippers in Batman versus Superman. Uh, Michael Shannon. Had a story about being stuck in the restroom during the shooting of Batman vs. Superman, which he tweeted out, I believe, because of his flippers for the sequel. So now everyone's very confused how his character, which died in Man of Steel, is not only in Batman and Superman, but has flippers. So there you go. There we go. <laughs> um, number 10, okay. this one's a little bit more interesting, a little bit extensive. Forbes just released their list of the highest paid actresses of the year from June the 1st, of 2014 to June the 1st, of 2015. We've got to guess who it is. No, I'm not going to make you do that. It'll take a long time. Well, you can get easier too. What? Try and guess who's just the number one paid actress at the moment. Number one paid actress at the moment. <sighs> who's been in a lot recently?
2: Uh, what, what about I don't know Jessica Chastain?
1: No, interesting though. Give
0: us the give us the initials.
1: I'll I'll give you the first nine. Um, so we've got number ten. We've got Kristen Stewart who makes twelve million. Number nine, we've got Anne Hathaway who makes twelve million. Number eight, we've got Reese Witherspoon who makes fifteen million. Number seven, we've got Angelina Jolie who makes fifteen million. Six is Julia Roberts with sixteen million. Julia Roberts. What? Is still in there. What? Fifth is Mary Poppins is still. Fifth is Jennifer Aniston with sixteen point five million. Four is Bing Bing Fan twenty one million. Now, I'd never heard of her before. She is blink in X Men Days of Future Past. Uh, you know the girl who blinks in and out in the opening sequence. Uh, and she just signed a four-picture deal with 20th Century Fox. And she's in China. She's enormous. She has her own Barbie doll, apparently. So, wow. uh, number it? three is Melissa McCarthy with 23 million. Number two is Scarlett Johansson with 35.5 that million. Number one is uh, Initial J.
0: Julia. Nope. Jennifer. Yep. Aniston. Nope. Thank Had God. A God. <laughs> <laughs> Had a Jennifer was? Lawrence. 52 million. <laughs> oh, of course,
1: million it is. Yeah. Do you know, uh, okay so this is how it, this is part of the problem with the Hollywood industry system women sell movies generally because mm-hmm. sex sells movies mm-hmm. the highest paid actress is worth 52 million uh, the highest paid actor 80 million um, pretty much everything in Hollywood is you're going to make half as much if you're a female than if you're a male which is ridiculous so, so, so the solution to that is doing all female Ghostbusters, ghostbusters and yeah, then yeah. and, and it costs and you and half,
2: th- half the amount that it would <laughs> have
1: done or, or, or it addresses the good ba- honestly, balance honestly putting your cynical hat on it's a reason to do something like that. Um, here are the top f- five paid male actors, just because I, I looked this up and I was a little bit surprised by two names on here in particular. And one of them is number five, which is still fucking Adam Sandler. $41 what? million per picture.
2: Is that because what? he had some ridiculous deal on some you pixels? Know? Probably. I don't
1: know. But this is only over the last 12 months. Um, uh, okay, okay. Number four is Bradley Cooper, which makes sense because we're a big amount. 41.5 million. Number three is Vin Diesel, 47 million. Number two is Jackie Chan, yes. 50 million. Yes. 50 I'd go for that. That's fair. That's how fair. old is Jackie Jack- Chan by now? 50. 65. <laughs> so 120. <laughs> uh, he's, number one is, of course, Robert Downey Jr., 80 million. Yeah. dollars. What a turnaround for that man, mm. honestly. Well, I, how good Marvel have been for him.
2: And one, uh, at what point do you think Robert Downey Jr. could actually turn into Stark? <laughs> I uh, think how, he basically how, is. How much money do you think he'd need to sort of amass to be able to actually start Stark he actually, Industries?
1: He's he's both apparently very... Because he actually... Li- well, no, his main office is just around the corner from our offices in LA. It's the next road along. And I haven't actually... Well, I've seen him in from a distance, but I've, I know a bunch of people have talked to him. And they said he's crazy nice. He just comes up to you in the street and is really friendly and says hi and, you know, introduces himself... Um, but I've read some mental. interviews where he sounds like a n- nightmare. and mm-hmm. saying some very mean things about indie people. Um, oh, really? But I think he seems like a lovely man. I'm just stick he sounds away.
2: drunk if he comes up to people and says stuff. No, apparently hi. he just doesn't
1: like because you know you, it's so oppressive. He how many people that just that come now, up maybe. to you? So he just wants to right. cut that you know out mm. before he even starts. So his way to do that is to he'll if he sees you looking at him, he'll just go, oh, hey, how you doing? He'll right, just right, stop yeah. you from fucking going down that road, which yeah. I respect. Yeah. Number eleven, agents of Shield. Yeah. Mockingbird and Hunter this means nothing to me Pat this is one which means more to you than me yep. are getting a pilot and possibly her own series with Adrian Palicki and Nick Blood starring whatever that means yeah um, is that exciting? yeah is that good? <laughs> you I couldn't
0: have sounded less enthusiastic no
2: no no, no I, I'm yep. just trying to remember which actor Nick Blood is Mockingbird and Hunter this
1: is what I don't understand is, is this sentence Agents of Seals Mockingbird and Hunter are getting a pilot and possibly her own series wouldn't it be their own series? or is she called Mockingbird and Hunter? Is that two separate characters in Agents of Sealed?
2: Uh, I need to si- I need to be online. You need to watch it. I need to be online. <laughs> no, I've seen all of them. But you like that show, don't you? I like what? You like, like that show. I did. Yeah. I told you. It was, oh, it, no. it was like, um, cool. it It took me back to my childhood. And it, it was like a, you know, it, it sort of had the same sort of excitement at watching it as i did as a child watching the a team or something not to be taken seriously at all yeah that's
1: it was good it was it was fun entertainment yeah number 12 this for me is the biggest news on the on the thing uh well yeah spidey's appearance in civil war may be far more significant than we thought many of his scenes have already been shot in atlanta georgia and he's going to be on screen now apparently long enough to go through several costumes um, and they're also saying he won't just swing uh, swing across the screen and drop one-liners, but he may also tangle with Captain America in a fight. Um, which to I me mean is very exciting. So hold on, go back a bit. Is Civil War the next Avengers film? Basically, now it is. Civil War is actually the next Captain America film. Captain it's America. The, it's the first of Phase Three comes out next year, uh, but it's got tons of people and it's the great, great, great story of legislation for superheroes in Marvel and Iron Man's on one side, Captain America's on another side, and they team up with other superiors and have a fight about it and marvel have obviously i don't know if you know that but they just got about a, maybe a year ago now um got spidey back into their roster so they struck a special deal with sony because sony weren't doing well with theirs where marvel basically have creative control of it mm-hmm. but sony still have final say and make most of the money but marvel then get to use spider-man in avengers and in all of their films which is crazy crazy exciting it's um, like a,
2: literally like a fucking corporate game, yeah. a board game. Oh,
1: it is, and it's really depressing because you know <laughs> Fox still own Wolverine and all the X Men so Marvel. Oh, Actually, so, so, so when you bizarre. see a movie with Marvel, if it just says Marvel, they had no control really. If it says Marvel Studios, then it's canon and part of the whole Avengers thing. Um, and this was great because this will so be. So that's not confusing at all. Then it for the public. It's confusing for me. For the public, it's a nightmare. Because um, I think Fantastic Four, oh, it says Marvel is part of it. It's like nope, and like, you know, and you would think, why don't they mention Avengers or why don't they mention you mm-hmm. know it's because it's a different they company, they're not allowed to. But now Fantastic Four's done really badly. Hopefully, they'll sell it back to Marvel <laughs> and they get some more of the characters back because they used to just sell them off to film companies. so That's the problem. Um, yeah, but that'll be the first time we see Spidey, so it's exciting because people thought it would just be a small cameo, and now it's looking like he's going to be extensively in the film and doing a lot. of a lot of stuff. Number thirteen, Sony Pictures have hired Christopher Yoss to help bring He Man back to movie theatres. Um, who wrote he wrote all the Thor movies, so that'll be shit. <laughs> Fourteen, Jermaine Clement and Brett McKenzie are writing a Flight of the Concords movie. Um, they've stressed that they haven't signed a deal yet, so it may not actually come out, <laughs> but they're writing one, which I'm excited about. That's oh, exciting. I love Flight of the Concords.
2: I won't be watching that. You don't what? like Flight of the Concords? I tried on three occasions to find it funny. I <laughs> <Don't> watched <laughs> it. I had the the someone lent me the, the the first season and I just fucking don't find them funny. I've got mm. the
0: CD in my car so you could just yeah, borrow nah, that I, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> on repeat I, and eventually I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm wear you down.
2: I am happy to admit that I'm the monor- minority here but I, I just
1: don't get it. Fair enough. No I've admit the first time I watched it I I wasn't sure. It kind of felt weird and I wasn't sure. And then for whatever reason, it afterwards it kind of ruminated with me. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again with someone else and really, really loved it the second time. But yeah, if, you, if yeah. you tried three times, then no, not going to work. Sorry. Uh, number 15, this is one for me really. Barr, the creator of The Crow, said that The Crow reboot is still happening despite relativi- uh, relativity media collapsing because uh, they were making the reboot. Uh, number 16, into some game news now. Ark Survival Evolved hits consoles in Morpheus in June 2016. Um, so that game uh, finally got a proper hard date, a bit further away than most people thought. I think uh, number seventeen, Fallout Shelter, uh, the great little little app game. Have you played that game? It's a really good little micromanagement Fallout game. We're we'll talking about this the other day. We? No, I
2: haven't played it. You
1: should download it. It's free. That's great. It's very good. Well,
2: um, have you seen my phone? <laughs> no.
1: Oh yeah, I have. Seen yeah. My you phone. Know. Yeah, okay. yeah. Here we go. <laughs> um, Does it have internet? Like yeah. But <laughs> It, yeah, Does it, it have today it, it,
2: it creaks if you do anything. like. Just for remote. anyone
1: who's not watching the podcast right now, he's holding up his phone and it's made of wood. Uh, <laughs> Fallout Shelter has birthed 82 million babies, uh, which is their news. Uh, more important news, I think, is they're working on a max population, um, so you can extend your playtime. 18, you can play as Sonic in Super Mario Maker. Uh, all you have to do is place the Sonic amiibo onto the gamepad with a mushroom, and then the mushroom in-game will transform Mario into that amiibo character. Mario Maker will support seventy amiibos in total. Have you seen this Mario Maker game?
2: Yeah, I've heard about it. I haven't really. Um, <coughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm switch off, to be honest, when I see making games because I, I. Yeah, I have no interest yeah. in actually doing it. Yeah, uh, but it's very yeah.
1: cool because you can make Mario. Basically, you can design Mario levels very easily. Just sort of cut and paste and move stuff around, yeah. and then post them online. It's kind of like a little big planet thing, but with Mario. Okay. And you can do it across all the generations of Mario games, pretty much. Like you can do so many different art styles and you know mm-hmm. uh, so iterations.
0: The Sims is your idea of complete hell, then. <laughs> like,
2: I don't. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't yeah. know. Some of those over over the top ones, uh, they're okay. But but when you can build your own levels in games, I just can't be
1: fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that's why you're buying a game, isn't it? Because yeah. someone else should make it. It's yeah. like it's like oh, I want to listen to an album. Okay, here's some here's some instruments. Yeah. Like, well, no, I want to yeah. I want to listen to your album. <laughs> yeah. 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 It doesn't interest me, but yeah. I think it's great the the game. Uh, number 19 Marvel tweeted Daredevil's suit for season 2 or did they um, probably not so let's not talk about that number 20 no idea. <laughs> they no tweeted way. out of things or someone tweeted out a things saying um, uh, the suit makes the hero and it was a photo of Daredevil's suit in a box and everyone thinks it's going to be the design of the suit for season 2 but they've come out and said it isn't but it does actually look different from the one in season 1 so I'm not convinced number 20 the last one we're way away the Seacrest and Gosling thing. I apologise, I'm just rattling. Things. Well, I mean, no, neither of us had a clue on how to... <laughs> 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 I just want to just randomly just just shout Seacrest or Gosling. Sechrest! Uh No, we're fucking Gosling this one. Oh. Number 20, Red Dead Redemption reaches 14 million copies shipped, um, which everyone's going ecstatic for, which is great, because it is a lot of copies, but that's the same week as GTA 5 hits 52 million. 52 fucking million. That's a lot of video games. A lot of video games. There you go. And it's not even that great a game.
3: Ooh.
2: <laughs> Hold on. The owl's just <laughs> gone pale.
0: GTA 5. I've just got bored of it. GTA
1: 5. Yeah. The story's so good. Yeah. Maybe I, I just don't I haven't, I haven't played it, so. It's so good. If you get bored of that one, then you hate every other GTA game. Because that one's like, you're three different people. And interest. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> 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 All right. That was a nice blowdown. Uh, what are we going to move on to now? Ba-ba-ba-ba. Ba-ba-ba-ba. ba done that. Done that. Are you
2: able to pass that cafetiere
0: over? Are you having coffee at this time? We need some more
1: coffee. Keep those energy levels up. It's kind of nice doing this podcast because no one expects it. We've got
0: five cafetiers
1: in here now. So we can do what we want. Oh, shit. All right. So now we're going to move into my personal favorite part of the podcast, which is the quiz. You guys feeling ready for a quiz? Uh, Yeah. Yes. Do I have Wait, a. Wait, what's the no, subject yeah, of often. this quiz? Uh, so, this is called Working Titles. Now, I said last week I was going to choose something different than Working Titles, and I kind of am. So, normally, what I do is film based ones, um, and we will choose a working title of a film, which is how, you know, when it's in production, what it's called. And then I'll give you four options, and each of you get to pick one. And we do three of those, and the person who gets the, you know, the most right gets one point. And basically, we do this year long quiz on on the podcast, and Alex and Nate, who are the regulars, they're both in battle against each other and they're in battle against the guests. So any points the guests get, accumulate basically against mm-hmm. them. Um, so uh, these ones are great because they're just losing points right now. Because as long as, as long as one of you gets one point, you're going to win and the guests will get a point this week. So Are you feeling confident <laughs> about working titles? But yeah, you see, since we're in real world, right? I thought we'd do a little twist on it. So we're going to do working titles of albums. Now this could be really fucking easy. People have working
0: titles. Of, I mean, I guess they do.
1: They do. They do. They do. Different. You know. Generally, the thing is with films, you have working titles, can only because you're trying to protect the project from people's prying eyes. Whereas musicians, they just go through different iterations of titles. You know. Um, See, so yeah, I've actually got an extended one, so we've got five. Lucky you. <laughs> so these are all albums. That are working titles. These are all albums. These are all big albums as well. So I'm not being mean. Okay. And it, honestly. I didn't know these, but these could be ones everyone else knows and I'm making a fucking fool out of myself because I'm not that knowledgeable about this stuff. So we're going to give you five working titles and then i gonna give you four options after each one. Don't shout it out. Have a little think. And then each of you get one guess for each one and then you just say why you think it's that one, right? Um, then your points will accumulate. Whoever wins gets the point for the whole thing. First working title is called Abracadabra. It's called Abracadabra. Is it Blur's Park Life, The Beatles Revolver, The Smiths, The Queen is Dead, or David Bowie, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars? Abracadabra, is it Blur's Park Life, The Beatles Revolver, The Smiths, The Queen is Dead, or David Bowie, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars? Oh, Palo's pretty confident. No?
2: Uh, well, it's a guess, obviously. Yeah. Um right. Bowie. Bowie.
1: Oh,
0: that's going to be my guess. I'll guess you the, can do the I'll same go, one. I'll fine. I'll guess the Beatles.
1: You can do the same one if yeah. you want. I'll leave it subject. to you. No, i guess the Beatles. You can do the Beatles. The correct answer is indeed the Beatles. So you're lucky. Uh, lucky a yeah. little turn, change yeah. of heart. Apparently, John suggested four sides of the eternal triangle. <laughs> <laughs> and Ringo came up with <laughs> After Geography. <laughs> yeah. So lucky they went with revolve revolver on that one. It doesn't actually say who came up with it. Uh, number two, Sheep. The working title is Sheep. Uh, was it The Who, The Wall, Arctic Monkey's Favourite Worst Nightmare, Nirvana Nevermind, or Blur Park Life? The working title was Sheep. Was it The Who, The Wall, Arctic Monkey's Favourite Worst Nightmare, Nirvana Nevermind, or Blur Park Life? The Who. That's what I'm going for. Oh, going for Who. Why are you going for The Who? Just, I don't know.
0: Because, I mean, it's the band name is one word. Who. So why not? If you make an album... And his working title—call it one word. I like how your brain works, sheep. I like how your brain works, Harley.
2: <laughs> yeah, except that it's called the Who.
1: That's true. It's two words. Yeah, there. but <laughs> we do, he doesn't account as those. Could be called the Sheep. <laughs> Where are you going with Patrick? Um, the Who are the monkeys, Nirvana, or Blur? Yeah, uh, Blur. Blur, park Life. Also one band. <laughs> also one name. Yeah, I like the same logic. <laughs> as was... Uh... <laughs> to be fair, all of these are other than monkeys uh, The credit answer is actually Nirvana, Nevermind. Okay. He had apparently a big thing about everyone being sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it's recurring in his lyrics. And he wanted to call uh, Nevermind Sheep.
2: But Polly was a cracker. She wasn't a fucking sheep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does make you think, though, some of these things. Like, would an album do, you know, just something that will change like that if it's called Sheep? Would it? like Obviously, it'd still do very, very well. But would it do that as well? Like, Nevermind's a great name for that album gives mm. that slacker mentality number three Starlight the working title is Starlight was that Michael Jackson's Thriller suede suede or blur park life I didn't write down the fourth option for this you got three options
0: there's a lot of blur park life recurring <laughs> yeah isn't it's
1: a recurring is it uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller suede suede or blur park life because I fucking forgot to write down a fourth one
2: I'm gonna go with uh thriller why um, just because it sounds glitzy and big production and, I don't know. just Jackson. It does sound Jackson-y, yeah. Jack yeah.
1: Starlight. Yeah, what was the other option? Suede, Suede. Yeah, that. Or Blur Park suede, Yeah, suede. Suede, suede. Correct answer was Michael Jackson's Thriller. Patrick yeah. gets a point for that one. i sorry, so Patrick had a point for that one. No one had a point for the last two, did they? No, you did. Uh, you had a point for the first one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you're on equal footing right now. Okay. Two more questions.
2: I'm going to be so gutted if I lose this quiz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm at You're studio. just going to flip the
1: fucking table. I'll Working title number four Amsterdam. The album's called Amsterdam. Was it Green Days Dookie? Blur Park Life? Eminem <laughs> <laughs> Marshall Mathers LP? Or Massive Attack Mezzanine? Uh, Amsterdam was a Green Day, Dookie, Blur, Park Life, Eminem, Marshall Mathers LP, or Massive Attack, Mezzanine. Eminem. Eminem. Why? Because. Because.
0: Because he, you know, how can I make this work? Drugs can make because it work through some drugs thing.
1: Drugs. I'm sure he. You don't think Massive Attack or Green Day or Blur did drugs? No, definitely none not. No, no, none of none of them ever. <laughs> no. No. Um, Patrick.
2: It was tricky still in Massive Attack then.
1: A Mezzanine. Yeah, I think he was, wasn't he? Or was he just left?
2: Because I was 10 minutes late to a gig of his in the audience. Right. And my mate, who had already got there, told me as I walked in 10 minutes late, he was already rolling his second joint <laughs> on the bass drum <laughs> on the stage at the Shepherd's Bush Empire. <laughs> Amazing. So I'm going to go with Massive Attack.
1: Massive Attack and Eminem. The correct answer was indeed Eminem, Marshall ah, Mathers LP because, yeah, he was obsessed at the time with the fact that you could smoke weed. Yeah, oh, I even got the legally. reasoning right. Um, yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was that simple. That's how simple his brain is. So, Oli has two, Patrick has one. All you can do is draw, Pat. What can I tell you? It's the best you can do. Uh, the fifth working title, The Two Americas. The Two Americas. Was it Lou Reed's Transformer? u two Joshua Tree, public enemy. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back, or, or blur, blur Park, park Life.
0: <laughs> Why does like ninety percent of me think that he's left <laughs> it and it is now Blur? Park is park it the two <laughs> Americas,
1: Louie Transformer? Uh, u two Joshua Tree, public enemy. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back, or Blur Park Life. Out of interest, the last one you were pretty. You were, as soon as I said it, you were like it's Eminem. Did you know that one?
0: I I had a suspicion, and
1: an inkling. Yeah. So what's your inkling? For uh, this blur one? Park Life. Blur Park Life. Yeah, interesting. I'm going to go with uh,
2: the very politically charged Public Enemy because public I enemy. I believe they probably did very much see America as two different split the two parts. Well, I'm,
1: and happy, I'm probably wrong. I'm happy and afraid to say you're both wrong. Mm. It was actually U2's Joshua Tree. Oh. Um, Which, yeah, I don't understand. Blur's Park Life, coincidentally, was originally called London. London. And it did not feature on the quiz. (laughs) That's my little red herring. Uh, So, Ollie gets two points. Patrick gets one. That means Ollie wins the quiz. Well played, Ollie. You get one point, goes into the guests. Um, So, I will tally all (laughs) that up for our next uh, Tuesday (laughs) podcast. That was a quid. That was my favorite thing to do because I don't have to think much. I'm not picking that up, by the way. Just making sure. We'll leave that for your assistant tomorrow. (laughs) Normally now we'd get into uh, the Chris Pratt gives us some money segment, which is releases, um, which are out. But we're not going to do releases because we've already done that um, in in a few days ago. But we are going to look at some of the box offices. Um, So I'm going to let you guys know what's going on in the box office right now. And... Yeah, we're not going to do predictions. It's going to be a little bit dry because normally what we do is then predictions because we've just gone through what's coming out and then we'll say what happened the last weekend and then we'll project what's going to happen this weekend and place bets. What?
2: Financial figures?
1: Yeah, in terms of how much money the movies were making at the weekend box office. I'm just going to read them out now. You two can. No, have I want to s- guess, sleep. You want to guess them? Yeah. All right. All right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like a gambler. Come on. Come on. So
1: I've actually got the US and the UK ones down here because we normally just do US, but since I'm in the UK, yeah. I was going to say what, what country are we in now. We're like, going to do no the one UK ones. Okay. Um, so what do you want to do? It like I did the other ones where I do the top nine and then you guess the number one one. Yeah, go. Yeah. Cool. not there. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Number ten in the UK over the weekend. Uh, this is from what was the last weekend? Something to the sixteenth, wasn't it? Uh, August 16th to 17th, whatever. Number 10 was The Gift, that made about $330,000 in the UK. Uh, number 9 was Absolutely Anything, which made about $480,000. Hold on. Hold what hold was on. the point? <laughs> Why are you using dollars? I believe this isn't dollars because it's, it's all information from Box Office Mojo and they convert everything into dollars. Okay. Uh, eight is Minions, which made about $580,000. Seven was Southpaw, uh, which made 625000 Fantastic Four was at number six. Already dropped all the way to number six, which is $700,000. Number five was Trainwreck with $930,000. Number four, I believe, is a new entry with the man from Uncle. That's uh, Guy Ritchie, isn't it? Uh, is that already one? out? Yeah, just came out. Wow. Made one and a half million nearly. Uh, number three, still clinging in, there was Mission Impossible Rogue Nation with 1585000 Number two, Pixar climbed up again because they were number three last week in the UK uh, with Inside Out 1900000 So the first... The top film in the UK number last one. weekend was. What do you think?
2: Well, really I was going to go with Mission Impossible, yeah, but I, I, I can't remember what else is showing right now. Well, it's, it's not the Pixels or anything, <laughs> it's is it? Fucking Pixels. So is that going to be shite? Oh yeah. Have absolutely. you seen <laughs> it? No, but you don't need to. Have you
1: seen the trailers? Oh. It's so fucking. Yeah, embarrassing. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so yeah. embarrassing. Um, yeah, number one in UK.
2: Is it not done? Ironically, well, I mean, obviously, it hasn't it done has as
1: well in the US. I have to say, mm. uh, but they've got taste and class over there. Yeah. Uh, made $2,600,000 in the UK. What I didn't get to say this because this is the last two weeks. So this here's a little side story. Before this weekend, Empire Strikes Back for two weeks running, or longer potentially actually, has been in uh, the UK charts. Uh, again, about five or six. And I was, mm. I was wondering how this happened. It is actually purely based on the revenue it makes from Secret Cinema. Um, and I went to Secret Cinema a couple of weeks ago to see, see the Empire Strikes Back thing. And it was fucking amazing. Absolutely mm. amazing. It's out at number 12 right now. Um, do you know about Secret Cinema? No. Does anyone want to know about Secret
0: Cinema? I mean, I'm assuming it's a cinema that's a, a really well-kept
1: putting, secret. It's putting, um, putting on old films, clearly. Well, no, they put on new ones as well, but yeah, a lot of time they do old ones. They started maybe six years ago, um, and originally it was just, yeah, you'd go to a room and it was kind of themed and, yeah, you know, as you might expect it to be. It got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where tickets now about £100 and you have to put months in advance. No wonder they're um, making so much money out of mm, yeah, it. Yeah, no, exactly. It's very smart. Um, and it's it's fucking insane now. So, like, I know but years ago, even, I had friends who would go and you would have to go on training beforehand with them. Because you get, like, you get assigned as a character in the thing, in the world, and you have to dress a certain way. And it's kind of all LARPing-y in a way. And they had to go and do training to be fit enough for the actual thing because, like, they do a one floor for over cookies nest one, and they do it in a real prison, and they put you in cells and stuff. And there's people role playing, you know, acting. they bring in actors to be guards and stuff, and recreate scenes from the film around you while you're in it. And you eat prison food and things. Who are these people? It's sounding more familiar. I
0: think I knew someone. It's a really, re- it's really, it.
1: really cool.
2: Wait, and mean, do you have to like book a fucking holiday off work and say, yeah, I'm training for one flu over? Well, the no, <laughs> mostly
1: it will be like a day here or there or something. But the actual thing is on one particular day. Um, and the first one I went to was Emperor Strikes Back yeah, a few weeks ago. And it was crazy. After, did I you could do? do a whole podcast. Night. Well, you're not really meant to talk about it. That's the thing. If you go online, I'm not even joking. So I they accidentally didn't send me out the location. Um, and I thought maybe it's so secretive they just do it on the day. So it changes. And I was meant to get it weeks before. Yeah, it changed for each film. But this one's been on for months at the same place. Um, and we try to find a lot. Like, surely someone on this thousands of people have gone to this because it's been going on for about five months, and it's huge now. Um, not one person anywhere is it where the location is. Like no one has leaked it. It's crazy. So now's your chance. Come on. Uh, no, I will tell. Say what it's like. Like you go, you you go there, and and they integrate. So you have to dress a certain way and we didn't find out till the day. So we had about two hours to try and get fucking costumes and shit and do it up. And I went with three friends and you get to the location and there's people just hidden on the roads, um, essentially ads, ads, you know, pretending to be, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, so I'll be quick, but they, um, they pretend to be, yeah, traffic wardens and yeah, things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then part they of signal it. you a certain way because they'll see you're dressed a certain way. That's pretty cool. Um, and then you end up in like a secret entry point. And you'll notice the signpost in this one had changed to Star Wars language and stuff. So you'd have no smoking, but it would be like a weird language. I thought that's weird and didn't really think about it. I thought maybe it's some language I don't know that's genuine. And then it gradually gets more and more alien. And then we had to go into this tube and they're, they're in full on, it's actually quite embarrassing acting mode of like shouting at you. And you're meant to be these immigrants who are smuggling onto a spaceship to go to a different planet to get these plans. Um And you go through it all and they're like screaming at you and then you go into this warehouse of boxes and they tell you exactly what you're going to have to do and where you're going to have to run. But they're not breaking like it's always from the second you get anywhere near it. No one breaks like it's acting all the time. Um, And then you hustle through to a bigger warehouse with this forklifts going and huge like shipping crates and stuff. And then they train you like what to reply to people. So, you know, if someone's in their rebel alliance or if they're a part of the empire and stuff like that. And then they and I thought that was kind of it. And I thought it was kind of cool, but a bit weird. Then they shuttle you through to a room which is your makeshift spaceship, and it is awesome projecting thing where they're projecting visuals around you as if you're actually on it, and it rises off the ground. Um, rises off the ground, and the way they've shot it is so it's actually from where you are in London, so you see London from where you would see London if you rose out of the ground, and then you go into space, and you have like this battle and stuff, and then you land on Tatooine, um, and. It's that Then you go out of there. Well, actually, then these stormtroopers come in and, like, grab people and kidnap some people and took them with them, and people are screaming because it's actually quite scary because they're really just into it. And then you go running through a little tunnel, and you come out, and it's fucking insane. They've basically taken an enormous warehouse that's huge and turned it into Tatooine. And it's... You don't even, like... Unless you really look up into the darkness, you notice, oh, there is a warehouse thing up there, but you don't even think about it. And you're there for hours, and there's maybe... Honest to God, about fifty like stalls and houses and stuff built, you know, in this place. This the whole ground is just mm. sand, as if you're actually on a desert. They turn up all the heat as well, so it's really hot. And all the food you eat are uh, vendors doing Tatooine style food, and even the vendors have to like speak as if you're really there and you're in, in an alien planet and stuff. And you're all just mixing around, and you can go if you want to. You don't have to. We ignored it all, but you can go and interact and try and steal plans and trade stuff, and then you might get kid- um, kidnapped by people, or you might have, you know, be doing Death Star plans, and you get busted by some stormtroopers, and they take you away and stuff and make you do whatever to get out of prison. Um, and there was a cantina with a cool like, Tatooine band playing and things like that. Um, do you actually watch the film? Yeah, eventually right, you right, then go right. watch the <laughs> film. But you do this for hours... And um and honestly it's just it's it was alarming. I was not prepared for it at all. And eventually you go up to watch the film, but before you do that you, we went into this huge um like kind of like a prison again. And they reenact the end of Star Wars One, uh, with like full size X Wing fighters and stuff and then people playing the roles of the characters and doing the lightsaber battles and things and then projecting cool things again. And it was really awesome and everyone's really drunk by that point, so everyone's cheering and excited. And then you go up and watch the actual film in two tandem screens because there's too many people. And during the film, they're also still recreating bits of the film with their actors and stuff will come out on stage and, and they've, they've like choreographed it perfectly. So it looks exactly, you're watching the film and watching them do it there. And it's exactly the same. and um, <coughs> Very goofy. And like I say, kind of embarrassing, but fucking amazing. Cause these are people who just clearly are just, Oh, we can do this and we can do this and we can do this and yeah, we can yeah, do yeah. this. And or every cool idea, you know, you can think of, they've yeah, done it. Um, and it's really smart because they just charge a lot of money you make money then through merchandise when you're there you make money through the food they sell and yeah got Impulse Strikes Back back into the fucking top 10 in the UK cinema so pretty cool now my voice is very dry so I'm gonna I think, think, I,
2: I, think I have to um,
1: I'm gonna have to go to one of those really should honestly Impulse Strikes Back's on for another month or two mm. I think it's on until the end of September
2: I think they should do Caligula <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> they do do some weird, they do some very <laughs> weird films, actually.
2: Oh, yeah, Love Actually. Caligula has the scale, you know, you, it, would, it would scale well, that thing that chops the heads off. You like know? Human Centipede.
1: Yeah. yeah, this is the, oh, he, uh, second yeah, time. too far. Um, yeah, I'm not going to bother them with the US's. Uh, st- at the moment, number one in US is Straight Out of Compton, which made 60 million this weekend, which is a fucking huge opening for a film like that. 60 million. There you go.
3: Um,
2: is that reference to NWA? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so this story. is their story. Yeah. Sorry, I, I haven't heard about it. I believe I haven't watched much. I'm so that. not qualified to be on this podcast. It's
0: <laughs> embarrassing. Mm, no, I'm I'm, a, I'm a even level below you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know the last time I went to cinema. It's probably like two months ago.
1: You really? What did you see? <laughs> I like that film. That was a good one. Which one?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Classic film. I don't even know.
0: I, 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 I took myself off on my own. <laughs> <laughs> it's There's a good nothing way bad about it. It's a good way
1: no, to go. No. So That's how I do Last week. Oh, yeah, what you did you see? It. I went and... T-
2: I went like an... Excited <laughs> I mean, I don't know um, why whispering. Did you go, s- did like did you go like to see Minions <laughs> on your, it's your own? an excited <laughs> little boy. I went and saw Impossible. Mission Impossible.
1: Impossible. Oh, really? Was it any
2: good? I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah? Yeah, I did actually
2: enjoy it. I wanted how to if no
0: one wanted to go with me.
1: How do you like it compared to the other ones?
2: I can't remember the other ones. But I thought it was quite well done. It actually made me not get annoyed and I think that Simon Pegg <laughs> That's what I, think, for for I, don't, I don't remember Peg in, in the others if he is there then yeah, he, he was yes. good because obviously Tom Cruise is, runs the risk of taking himself far too seriously mm. but Pegg is a good sort of uh, the antithesis of that so it kind of it kind of works nice. so yeah I kind of I, 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 I did enjoy it I quite liked the girl that they've cast as well, well the older one the uh, the Brit
1: mm, I haven't seen it so much okay, I just know the right. trailer yeah, no, it's good. it's good. I think yeah, you'd enjoy it. You yeah, yeah well. I enjoy all the Mission Impossible films. None of them are incredible, but they're all mm. enjoyable. I think it's and moved
2: it's moved more to a Bondy vibe, I guess, rather than a bit. You know, it's not quite as sensational. Well, what am I saying? Of course, it's sensationalist, <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah,
1: it's good. Uh, yeah,
2: go, yeah, go and watch go. it. Go, go watch it.
1: And Ollie just go to <laughs> the cinema on your own. No. What <laughs> <laughs> did you go and see them before? I I, genu- I genuinely, can't, genuinely can't, remember. can't
0: remember. Um I went to I went and saw two thousand and one a while back. Oh, yeah. Uh there's a little cinema cinema in Bristol playing it. Um little independent cinema. It's pretty cool. Oh good. Um, first time I'd seen it. Uh didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. But, you know <laughs> obviously one.
2: you probably were drunk.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say.
0: No, uh yeah. Yeah Probably. But but I mean that I mean I'm told that the reason that film did so well is that everyone who you know, people just went to go and get high on the last you know, Ten minutes of it.
1: 2001. That's a shame. It's a lovely film. Lovely film.
0: Lovely. Lovely. That's that word again, that Al. Word, yeah. I
2: fucking hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate lovely as much as I hate no, I hate yummy.
1: Oh well, yeah. That's a, that's a very different word.
2: No, no, no. But people use it. Yeah, but they should. They use it incorrectly, sure. I think, and and they use it in horrible, horrible ways. If, if you're, you're
1: English, if you're English and you go to America, the word lovely is like currency. So you should get used to it. Ooh, okay, it helps. <laughs> Lovely. It helps. Lovely. Um, we come to to what would traditionally be the end of the podcast. Um, where normally, here's what we do: we would support something independent. But again, since this is a special weird podcast and we're in real world, I thought thought we'd support ourselves. <laughs> oh yeah, so we're gonna okay. talk a little about about what we're doing. Really? Cause okay. I never really talk about what we what we're doing on the podcast because. We're normally doing, you know, we're doing a feature film and other bits and bobs like that and web series and we don't really want to talk about them until they're a bit further in development. But what are we up to then, Pat? What are we doing?
2: What are we doing? Well, we have come to record what amounts to the end of an album and an entire EP all at once. Yep. Um, and you've,
1: you've had two days to uh, to fucking do a lot of drumming. Yep. It's been very impressive. Yeah, Ollie's
2: managed to get a uh, phenomenal sound out of this room yeah. and um, even made my old
1: drum <laughs> kit sound good, which is uh, I shall no, be eternally thankful for. Tell um, me different... Um, sorry, purely for my interest. How many mm. different drum uh, setups did we end up having?
0: Um, two, I think. Just two? With a few snare drum iterations.
2: We okay. changed cymbals... Okay. Um, I don't know if your listeners would give (laughs) the remote remote test a bit of a shit about
1: (laughs) They probably listen to this. I like to think... That uh, listeners listen to this when they go to sleep like I do podcasts and they mm. need something to lull them. So okay. this, is, this is like the Oh, just get me talking podcast. about drums.
2: Uh, that'll lull anyone to sleep. <laughs> well, surely by this oh, point, oh, I changed asleep. my thirteen-inch uh, Sound <laughs> Formula Piesty hats for a crossover hybrid of a K-top and an a custom bottom
1: thirteen-inch hi-hat. Finally, your real accent comes out, Patrick.
2: Yes, <laughs> and also I found the K Zildjian Constantinople <laughs> yes. flat ride to be particularly good.
1: That is my favourite one. It was good. Um, yeah, so we are doing. So we did an album four years ago. Now I think released it 2011. It was 2011 because we did another single in 2012 from it. But yeah, 2011 I think it was the album. In I March, know it's 2011 because that's
2: that's the reference point from when I officially stopped being a musician. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good to know before you're on this. This is Pat. He's a drummer.
2: Uh, <laughs> And now I feel like I am again. So yeah, Yeah, It's been a while.
1: By the time this gets released, it will nearly have been five years since the last album came out, which is terrifying. Uh, So the last album was called Somersaults. We released it uh, independently. Um, And I would say you can get it on iTunes, but I believe our distributor just took it off. So we're about to get it put up again because that was a weird glitch that I'm upset about. But you can get our singles on iTunes um, six years later and fingerprints and morning lights and photographs. And this new album is called Dive Dark. And we haven't really talked about it much yet. Um, It's going to be 10 tracks. It's a very different tone, I hope, from the last album. Um, A lot more old. (laughs) Uh, Kind of embracing that we're a bit older, I guess. Not shying away from it. Going to freestyle with the mic now. I like that. Yep. And then we have an EP as well, which is some of the smaller tracks and some of the more slightly experimental tracks. But I'm really fucking happy with the album at the moment. I'm I'm excited about it it's sounding good sounding pretty good it is Uh, but it was weird to record stuff a year ago and then yeah basically not touch it for a year write a few more new songs and then come back now yeah
2: I mean I literally haven't heard those tracks for for a year year. that's weird I hadn't even heard the ones I was recording until today basically yeah Yeah. some of them Um, Um, but it's thankfully they still sound fresh and good and that's uh, that's the main thing
1: So we're going to be releasing, we'll definitely start releasing stuff the end of this year, 100%, um, like November time. Uh, What we release, I'm not sure. We'll probably have a single, I guess, in November. And then probably the album in in January, February or something. And then some more singles. Probably the first single will be Love Alone, I reckon. That will definitely be a single. And then Strong, and who knows what else. We'll see. And then the EP will probably come later. Um, But you can go to ghostlighttheband.com. Uh, which hasn't been updated in a long time, but you can check out our old, mo- our old videos and uh, you can download a bunch of our music, I think, for free on there uh, somewhere if you want it for free. If you want to pay for it for free, that's fine too. We don't mind. It's up to you.
2: You're starting to sound shameless.
1: Um, I am shameless. I've never talked about music on this, so why not plug? Why not? Yeah. Uh, Ollie, anything interesting you've been working on that you want to plug? Um, What have I been working on?
0: out soon there's a as a record with a band called Boy and Bear. It's coming out soon. It's gonna be amazing.
1: Oh, That's sounded cool. You're playing some earlier. I like that.
0: Yeah they've released a little snippet.
1: Um I like the name Boy and Bear. It's very uh modern.
0: Yeah the great Aussie band is just you know just uh just an assistant on it but it was fun.
2: Do you find that the uh the clientele that come here are generally young, old, in the middle, signed to majors, independents. I mean what's uh, the what's the sort of demographic uh, everything. of everything. Yeah, everything Yeah, depends and everything?
0: on um, the day of the week. Really? Yeah, really. we get we get everything. Really know? varied. People starting out, people who have never been in a studio before, people who have been doing it for forty years and had like tens of millions of record sales. We are, you know, we're not really, um, you know, exclusive in that right. Well,
1: I know. I can see. As I said, okay. Vanessa Carton recorded here. Yeah, yeah that name know? doesn't
2: mean anything to me. Sorry.
1: She did. Uh, <laughs> I can't whistle into this mic. It will do weird things. What was that song called? 1000 miles. Yeah. And I would walk 1000 miles. What? No? You don't know that one? Yeah, but that's the Proclaimers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's <laughs> five <miles. laughs> that 500. The one with the that beautiful little cello And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. then inspiration for his I string session tomorrow that track. I used to love her as well. She lives in San Francisco, I think. I might stalker. Um all right. Nothing else you want to plug? No. Well, then I guess we have to bail out. Um, in early Get September, you. you can head over to com. check out all our podcasts, reviews, and content and stuff. And now you can just chase us on all the social medias as we are Tesla. We're on pretty much everything. As that, you can catch our podcast again uh, next Tuesday, either from me, UK side, or Nate and Alex might be back, LA side. And then we'll be doing some Fright Fest specials next week. So probably plenty of podcasts in the next few weeks. Sounds we'll so pro, into- doesn't
0: it? State Stateside. Gonna be side. Uh,
1: we're gonna be we haven't done any Japan side yet. We should get Tamara to do some of those just in Japanese and so no all can understand. Uh, Except the population of Japan. Yeah. They'll be loving it. Except for them. You could email us at the moment on our temporary email. Wearteslate at outlook.com. Send us abusive uh, emails or comments or letters of love. Whatever you want. Um, you can interfere with me using your words uh, at Mr. Al White on Twitter. Patrick, how can people talk to you if they want to talk to you?
2: I don't want anyone to talk.
1: <laughs> you have a Twitter account? Yes. You know you know when it's Twitter account.
2: No, if there's any, I can. I've got Snapchat. If anyone wants to. <laughs> Do you have
0: Snapchat? Brilliant. Yep. I'm gonna
1: add you. What's your Snapchat name?
2: I have no idea. <laughs> I honestly don't. Um, you don't know your Twitter handle? I think your PJR. Fowler. fowler
1: pjr fowler <laughs> use that isn't it very
2: inventive pjr fowler pjr fowler
1: ollie Hello? can people contact you if they want to <laughs> say you know what don't do a podcast again please or right. or this we will probably be my last podcast <laughs> so. um i have twitter you have twitter, have twitter. Yeah.
0: What do, what's your name um it's ollie Oli. at Oli. twitter oh, oh. <laughs> ollie, ollie Oli underscore jacobs underscore jacobs the old underscore. The old underscore for when, you, <laughs> for when you've taken Ollie Jacobs without an underscore and can't remember how to log into it. Ah, so uh, yeah. Was that was a long ask. time ago before I, I understood ask. password reset. Anyway.
1: Better the underscore, though, than the Ollie Jacobs 16 or the Ollie Jacobs 4, you know, all that fucking bullshit. If you've got a number at the end of your Twitter account, and I'm talking to the two people who are listening to this podcast, please delete your fucking Twitter account. Real World Studio have
0: one as well. Twitter oh, yeah, handle, yeah. is that Real World Studio? Real World Studio. Is it studio or studios? They can't have the S because Twitter limits your characters. Ah, so studio.
1: Just Real World Studio. Yeah, I have this problem. So when you're starting a company now, you have to think, obviously, all social medias, you got to be ubiquitous and you've got to have it on Twitter and on Facebook and on fucking Bebo and whatever.
2: Bebo, showing your age. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but, uh Bebo. But you still have Bebo?
0: Oh, I mean, I no, not anymore. I, I assume sense. it got deleted once.
2: Yeah, I I think it's like Bieber was only for like organizing knife crime on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm very successful at it too. (laughs) Um, What um, what was I saying? Yeah, but yeah, and you have to make sure it's all synced, and it's it's a problem now because you do that and you have restrictions, different restrictions on each one, and so when you're doing the Twitter one, yeah, it was was a real problem for us because we wanted we had certain names that we wanted for a company, and you just couldn't put them on Twitter, and I don't want to put fucking co afterwards or prod. Or, you know, some abbreviation like that bullshit. And that's part of the reason we came up with the We Are Tesla for everything then. Because when we are forced, well, our website has to be We Are Tesla as well. Because that's what it is on the social medias. A little inside baseball there. Just
0: don't use it. social media. I just say pick up a phone. <laughs> pick up and a phone. ring someone or send a text message. So can um, you tell our listeners where to ring you on? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> plus four, four. There's got to be three fives um, in there. In
2: one, a, in two, ev- three. Every film. Did you know this, Al? You're a, you're a film nerd, right? But did you know that every single film where they quote a number, there's five, five, five. Really? Did you not know that no. fact? Why? You check out your films. Why? Watch a scene where they're ringing, uh, reading out a number. Is it something T There's five, five, five in the number.
1: Is it something you just picked up on, or did you read this? As no, a, no, no, no. I read this. Staple? I
2: read this because obviously, um, the. Um, uh, the, the general public are fucking idiots and they <laughs> try phoning it or something or other, so they had to always use that uh, use guarantee it, uh, five uh, five, uh, five which see. reminds me of another statistic I heard. The biggest number of call-outs for the emergency services in America is at Christmas
3: mm-hmm.
2: because fucking idiots given mobile phones as a present but they haven't been connected to their network so they test it by oh, using you're kidding <laughs> emergency you're dump you're kidding me I, I wow. heard that statistic
1: that's crazy that's a great statistic it's
2: depressing isn't it yeah does my phone work let's find out that is
0: oh and that was God. statistics with uh, Mr. Pat yeah yeah um, we should
1: give it if man if yeah the statistic corner that's what we should give you you'd be good at that you have so many statistics are you still into conspiracies no more yep what have you got? Give us one.
2: Um, well, one of the biggest proponents of uh, conspiracy that I enjoyed, Lloyd Pied, passed away, mm. um, and he um, he opened my eyes to some really weird bollocks. <laughs> um, but it's you know it's all good fun. It's uh, all good fun. But it, you know he's um, yeah no I I I I'm entertained by a conspiracy. I don't necessarily I uh, live by it at all. But uh, it's. Is more exciting than real life stories sometimes. So I can tell me yeah.
1: why you're gyrating on your chair. It's very exciting. Well,
2: yeah, I get really, particularly the uh, you know the doomsday ones. They're fucking exciting. Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. depressing in any way. Sounds good. Anyway, that's enough for another day. Of our that show. was a smooth wrap-up, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> like we're finishing now. and then We'll, we'll bring sh- Pat in again next next year and you can do another. You can prep for a statistics part of the show all year if you yeah. want. Can write so we'll, a jingle for it? Yeah. yeah, please. Yeah, we should do a jingle.
3: Statistics with Pat.
1: Fucking hell. And on that note, <laughs> um, we'd like to close out with a song. Um, this week, we're actually going to close out with something quite special. We're going to close out with a snippet from one of our new songs. Um, so this is a tiny little portion from an unfinished Love Alone from the new Ghostlight album coming out next year called Dive Dark. Uh, I don't like when apathy's another word for sympathy But love and distrust seem so hand in hand Still inquire is where I stand But if you want to be a man, cover your mouth Romance that tangles on our tongues What I'd give for a kind face Something clean that I can taste To help me write this ride from what I've done We are all in love alone We are all in love alone
3: We are all in love Bye (laughs) Geeks! Gosling